I'm ready to go. You ready? I'm ready. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Make Trades Great Again podcast. This is a little bit special of an episode here. I'm on the road, and I don't have Andy with me. I don't have him on a computer. We're not looking at each other. This is the first time ever where we've done just kind of a solo mission, but I have a special guest today. I'm on the road down in Columbia, Missouri, visiting job sites, shooting videos, everything for the Build Show Network, uh, doing some Instagram for Mechanical Hub, and it's been a lot of fun. I've met a lot of people, but I've been with uh, my friend Jake Bruton, owner of Arrow Buildings, but... That's not who's on with me today. I actually have a guy who is new to the construction industry, really kind of professionally, been around it for a number of years, and that's what we want to talk today. Talk about today. So we have Brent McCauley, who is a job soup officially for, uh, or maybe is a job superintendent? Project manager. Project manager. That's a better term. And I, yeah, I don't know what I'm talking yeah. about half the time. Uh, Brent McCauley for project manager for Arrow Building. How are you doing, man? Yeah, doing great. Awesome. Thanks for having me on. Thank you for having me. Um, we're, we don't have video on this one. A lot of times we have video on our podcast. Okay. And so today we're audio only. Yeah. We're on the road. I've never done it without my co-host, my very important co-host. keeps me in line, Andy. <laughs> okay. okay, right. So we're winging it, man. This is the first for both of us because you yeah. said you hadn't been on a podcast yet. No. It's probably one of many. No. It's one of many. It's one of many, I can tell already. Right. Right. He's smiling at me and he's thinking, what in the world is this guy talking about? But actually, the, what we wanted to talk about, Brent, was your how you got to where you're at today. So you graduated college, what, 10, a little, little over 10 years ago? Yeah, I guess. Where are we at? 14 years ago. 14 years yeah. ago. So. And But you didn't go to college for construction management or no. anything like that. No. What is it that you... you I, I want to know what... 18-year-old Brent was thinking he graduates high school and what? You're you're like, I'm going to college or everybody's telling you, you need to go to college? Yeah. College was important in my family. My dad was uh, uh, in admissions at a university back in my hometown, but we were always, I didn't go there. So actually none of his children did, even though he was in charge of getting people to go there because I think there's something beneficial to going away Yeah, and, and opening your eyes. And it's the same thing with what you see on the build show and seeing what other people do. It's uh, just trying new things. So Columbia was three hours away from home. Okay. Far enough away. And I actually walked on and played football here. Oh, wow. Knew. I don't think you knew that. I was a long snapper. I didn't snapper. know that. At 5'9", we didn't have a fullback or anything. So long snapping was my ticket in. Nice. And, uh, but while at Mizzou, I then uh, kind of went down a leadership track and ended up having a desire to work at a university and got – and. The best way to make money, I was, I'm not a faculty member. I'm not going to read, I don't like to read one specific topic that much. Sure. So I said, how do I make money in higher ed? And it was fundraising. Okay. I can talk to anybody. It's fun making you know connections with alumni and people that have the means to give back and making a difference in students' lives. Yeah. So I did that for a decade. Really? Yeah. I and you it. enjoyed it. I you w- said earlier before we started recording, it was it, if correct me if I'm wrong, but it was your your dream job. At the time, I'm an... I, I'm an optimist, so okay. I'll certainly I'll find a way to say anything is my is my dream job. But what I had worked towards was I was uh, had worked up and I was spent a decade at Mizzou, and then I went out to be the boss of a team at the University of Kentucky, leading their their fundraising team for the College of Agriculture and Extension. And it turns out I love fundraising for one on one conversations. I don't love administration that much. It was just it just wasn't my cup of tea. Yeah. In the same time, for about the last decade, my wife and I had been working on 
our house. So we that's do, the connection right yeah, there. That that's where okay, we worked on the weekends. So Jake's senior project manager, Brad, uh, is is a great friend of mine, and he is the one that got me started on we one weekend just tore three windows out of the front of a house, uh, our own house, two months before we had our first daughter. Oh, yeah. And we started remodeling the basement and all kinds of craziness. And I love that. I loved having that tangible piece with my hands. And that's kind of what the difference was. Um, in fundraising, I loved it, but you couldn't touch or see or feel or you shouldn't touch any. You could any see of some of the reasons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to watch out who you're Hands touching. off. You could see some of what came from your yeah. hard work and efforts and the planning, and I'm sure that long, long time planning, a lot of execution to make it happen. But yeah, I mean, the building industry of any sort, as you know, Andy, my co-host, we're plumbers. We do heating systems like every day. We yeah. are literally solving problems. That doesn't get much more tang- tangible than that. No. Something's broke. We come in. Hopefully, it's fixed before we leave. Right. Yep. Like that's satisfaction. Yep. And so the building industry, you're you're, you know, getting into it basically at home DIY projects with your with your pal mm-hmm. who is Brad, who's from Aero Building. He's helping you yeah. complete tasks probably that were a little outside of your pay grade as far as experience and yeah. tools and and things like that go. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, he wasn't with Aero at the time. Oh, he okay. was working in a furniture shop. Oh really? Oh yeah. He's he's a creative guy that had a background in in that world and had had some remodeling experience. So no, we were just on the fly, and he's more thoughtful. I I am like blow and go. I'm the speed guy, <laughs> and he's the he's he's like well let's step back and think for a little bit. So we're the perfect balance here on the Aero team to play okay. off each other with Jake in the middle with the knowledge and, and the foundation he has. Well, our second house we were working on just so happened to be down the site from the from the Arrow Spring Valley Road house, which is Jake's personal house. And all of a sudden, one day, all these dump trucks are driving by. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? And Brad was looking for another job at the time. So I went down, and there's an Arrow building sign, and their website said they were hiring. And so Brad walked down there, and the rest is history. He's been with Arrow for five years and learned a lot more along the way. I remember him coming to me and saying, yeah, Jake's doing this build show thing like there's people with video cameras coming up here yeah. to watch us and we're yeah. like what is going on yeah clearly paid off and so a decade later i wasn't happy in my job my wife saw it and she said you want to do this for 30 years and i said no and she said well let's go go see if jake has an opening you've been talking about it and i took a 50 percent pay cut to come do it yeah but i'm happier for it it's better. We'll, we'll find that. The money's not everything. We also had the perspective that Columbia is where we wanted to raise our kids. Okay. Lexington was great. It's fun being around horse racing and bourbon and great food. But but not in a job that you weren't passionate yeah. about anymore. You were no. losing interest. And it was, yeah. was it like a stress thing? You know, oh, kind of that corporate lifestyle? Plenty or? of stress because in, in, a, in a college of agriculture that has an extension program, there's 50 academic chairs that have fundraising expectations of you. And there's a hundred and Kentucky, 114 counties. Missouri has 120 counties. Kentucky has 114. And there's a, an extension office in every County. Oh, wow. And they have needs and expectations. And it just, man, I had, I had, uh, it just was more than I was ready for at that point in my career. And I had made a big leap and, uh, but 
but it turns out I think I'd been burnt out before before we went out there. Yeah. And so getting the to do to get into the building, and I came back for Jake, and I was just a carpenter. Sure. There's, and it's not just that's well, not no. you know what I'm saying. Yeah. You um, started out laboring yeah. And, yeah. In, on the carpentry team for Arrow. Bags on, demoing so many plaster bathrooms and yeah and dusty messes. But I learned so much, and it was fun. I got to ended up tiling one of those bathrooms, and I ended up. Doing uh, well, observing the plumbing on that on the project, and putting in a crazy awesome mahogany door with with stained glass that cost more than my college education. Like to <laughs> do all this in the first year in the industry has been awesome, and to it, be with Arrow. Well, you jumped in feet first, but it sounds like the experience you were gaining early on was setting you up to get to where you're at now. Yeah, and. Admittedly, so we had we visited a couple of your Jake and I visited a couple of your job sites today. One of which you were still at, and and we got to see you in action. And it it was so cool to see you. You know, you and Jake kind of went off to the side and started talking about some plumbing and things like that. And it wasn't, uh, it was more of an opportunity for because the two of you were on the job together at that moment for him to just kind of relay some information to you, just kind of a teaching moment for you because ultimately. Every day you're you're in the learning phase of your position in within the company. Mm-hmm. You've, I think, <laughs> twenty. Well, I say yeah. that I not I'm not making any assumptions. I mean, yeah. you, we had the conversations last night at, at dinner and yeah. stuff, and you you just came out and said like, "Look, this is new for me." I'm, and what we've talked about so far today, you said how many years? You're five years into it now. No, one one year. Oh my yeah. gosh! See, I misunderstood that. I was a I I was started the car. We moved back to Missouri. A year and a couple months ago. Oh wow! And so you're you're fresh, yeah. fresh into this. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. I was a carpenter for six months, and then it. We've had the growth that required some projects for Brad to focus on more. And, and Jake said one day, "You guys think Brad is stretched a little thin?" And Travis and I, Travis is our lead carpenter. We both said, "Yeah." He said, "All right, Brent, you're project managing." And, nice. And I got thrown into it. If you listen to one of Jake and Steve's. Uh, if you listen to the Unbuild It podcast, yeah, they did an episode, and both Steve and Jake and Peter said that this house that was my first project was the worst. They couldn't imagine having to remodel it because there was termite damage. It was an old house with settling issues, and I learned so much. Yeah, that was a perfect house. It sucked. It, it sucked early on, and it was a it was a big mind f. But it was awesome. Like I learned so much from that, and I've made a lot of mistakes. I am making. Tons of mistakes and break. And luckily, Jake gives me room to make mistakes. Yeah. I asked him one day, I said, hey, Jake, if I was working for you 10 years ago and this or that happened, what uh, would you have reacted the same way? He said, oh, no. Yeah. No, not a chance. Because he w- he didn't have the war chest to weather a, a mistake that cost a certain amount of money or anything else. And so. Well, his patients have grown, too. And, yeah. you know, I, I think he's, he's definitely going to listen to this episode. He listens to all of our podcasts <laughs> religiously. And I think just given his advanced age, really, and, you know, not just his experience, yeah, but as he's advanced in age over the years and, and become a little bit more wise, probably more patient, especially bring, no, but be honest, like to bring you on and, and you're, you're very new to this and he knows that, yeah. but see, that's, that's a huge opportunity for the owner of a company in his position to hopefully train you yeah. And see you grow into what he needs you to be, right? Yep. yep. Uh, oftentimes we talk about like uh, in the skilled trades of like plumbing, heating, electrical. 
we we have apprenticeship programs and there's a reason why because yeah. there's a lot of technical information and know-how you need by the time we can trust you to com- you know start and complete these jobs on your mm-hmm. own right you work with these trades all the time now yep and you could see the value of somebody training daily oh yeah as somebody shadowing them and and showing them the ropes every single day well in your position he can't be there all the time no. But for him to end up, at, you know, one, let's say one job, one project at a time, because who knows how long it really takes, right? Yeah. For you to, yeah. be, to, to finally say like, I, I'm confident in this, but for him to run his, you know, train you into that position for his company, like specifically yeah. how he wants the jobs run and things like that. That's huge. And I, as you're talking about this, this is so cool because your eyes are like, Huge. You're like, smile. I wish everybody could see this. You're excited to talk yep. about it. And I let me ask you, how old are you? 37. Just turned 37. <laughs> 37. And we yeah. just had an episode recently, Andy and I, we talked about changing careers. Like, yeah. like literally, like, would you ever consider, you know, we're both plumbers. Would you stop doing plumbing and just try something different? Like, are, do you yeah. have a, any inkling at all? Like, I want to be an electrician. And like, just go start an apprenticeship at our, you know, at an advanced age, let's call it, you know, because we're not, we're not 18, 20, 25 years old anymore. No. So that was a huge step for you. You talked about it already, but you know, it was a, you know, you, you took a pay cut. That's, that's a given though, right? You're, you're not generally going to move from, you know, one career path to another and be anywhere near where you were when you've already established yourself. But that decision, talk about that for a second. Like that was a decision you made with your wife. There's no way mm-hmm. this. I know she she asked you. You already said, "Oh yeah, are you happy?" And you said, "I'm not sure if I want to do this forever." Yeah. But like, what was? There's got to be like a moment, and you probably just knew. Like, what was there? Was there anything big that happened that just said, "I don't want to do this anymore"? It was some of the stress and the way it was um, presenting itself physically. Yeah. And not sleeping. I know. And certain pieces like that. So, you know, I think um, with the with the pandemic and the we're all more willing to talk about mental health. Yep. And I probably had been saying for four or five years, hey, I should see someone and talk to someone and never did. And then during the pandemic, everything went virtual and it was provided for free. And sure. I'm a frugal guy. So like all barriers to to being better mentally were removed. And so I undertook that on top of my wife seeing it. And here we are. And and it, and it worked out. I talked to someone. It's been great to see them and talk through just that. I actually haven't said, yeah. found a new person here in Columbia. I need to get, that's actually been on my list to do because things are good now. So I don't need it. Right. But I gotta, well, I gotta find a way to, to, to be better there. Well, sometimes we think we don't need it. Right. Well, exactly. Well, that, that's it. What needs to be talked about that? I don't know yet. It's really cool, though, that uh, I'm, I'm going to make an assumption now, though, but just talking to you, gotten to know you a little bit over the last two days, like, and like I just said, like, you're, you're smiling. Like, you, yeah. I can tell you're happy. You're happy because you made these changes. Yeah. Uh, but it's fresh, right? So, yeah. like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tell me, tell me, <laughs> think, think uh, quickly. You don't have to get into detail or anything, but like, quickly think over the last year. Like, what was something that was like eye-opening? Maybe a little frustrating. Like, did you? And and maybe the maybe you don't have a, a scenario, so don't make anything up. Yeah, I want to know for for fact. But like, can you think of something that was like made you second guess this switch? No, nothing. No, there were harder days yeah. than others. Yeah, I am 
so what the closest thing to that all right so jake and all the all the folks went out to siga and toured they were in switzerland yeah and jake came out his biggest takeaway was like hey everybody in switzerland ages out at like 36 so that's why they're moving to use cranes they're using to 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 be more thoughtful with how we're using our bodies and moving and i've got a bad back at times and so i'm like jake you know that you're in everybody on your crew is like 36 years old yeah and they're and, all geriatric yeah, they, if they we, were in we, Switzerland, we right? We are, yeah. We're, we're, we're gonna, so, we're, so we're finding ways to be better about not carrying that 2,000-pound sliding glass door we just installed at one of our projects yeah. to bring out the boom jig, the boom jib, and with the suction cups and do all yeah. this really cool stuff. And so, like, that would be the closest thing. But that was just more of a, you know, we just joked about that. Um, there was there's a, some monotonous when it comes to a re- window replacement project. And it's the same thing over and over again. And then it was even more difficult because it was kind of a mid-century modern house here in Columbia where all the trim on the interior was tied into other trim. So it's that trickle effect. If you touch this, then it affects that and then that. And that was a mind – that really had my mind going. And so at some days, it was just kind of got a little boring. But we filled it with podcasts and you get in the repetition and now I know how to install a window really well. I know how to flash it appropriately. I know how to check it for plumb and level. I know how to check set control lines and make sure everything's level. So I learned a lot. It did get monotonous in the moment, but never once did I say, nah, maybe I'll go back. How about this though? Okay. Great answer, by the way. That's awesome. (laughs) Uh, I got to tell you, for a day and a half now that I've been in, maybe it's only been like 24 hours I've been in Columbia, Missouri, and I'm from the Midwest, so I get both extremes of weather where I live too. Yeah. But right now, uh, there is like this crazy weather thing happening. What do they call it? Like a heat dome? or I can't remember what they called it. I don't know what they call it. I, I think it might be called a heat dome. Our electrician today called it Miami. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. It is so stinking hot right now but it's not the temperature and i'm just going to do the most midwestern thing it's if it's not the temperature it's, it's, the, humidity, it's the humidity right yeah, yeah. is folks listening i'm not kidding you uh i'm walking around on a job site a uh, new construction job site not air conditioned anything like that it's just in the rough stage and i'm sweating through my pants it's so stinking hot. It's crazy. So I halfway expected you to say, like, anything make you second guess, like your career change. I, I halfway expected you to say, like, well, you know, sometimes the weather sucks. <laughs> no. No. I've I, been good, man. I've lost weight. I've gotten more. Just being like, my back is better because I'm on my feet. Well, you're using muscles you didn't use yeah. before, and, and you're active, and that changes a lot of things, too. I love that piece, too. Yeah. yeah. Just using the body. I know that when I spend a day in the office, it affects me physically in a way that I don't necessarily uh, experience when I'm just out there climbing up and down ladders and turning wrenches and, you know, whatever it is that I do. Yeah. You know, who knows really what I do. But um, (laughs) so, Brent, we weren't maybe I just want to tell everybody we were maybe going to call you Trent McBrenterson (laughs) because I think I think earlier before I, I have to apologize, I think earlier before we even started recording i might have even called you brad but i didn't mean to so i'm sorry i'm so terrible like i have to look at my co-host andy just to remember his name that's like how like yeah it's crazy but so moving forward you're you're in and you're you're gaining like this massive like super uh charged kind of classroom experience on the job through aero building Mm -hmm. what do you think is in front of you in the next year just 
do you want or or what do you hope to see in front of you? Like, are, is there any jobs that have happened this past year that, like, that you didn't necessarily, uh, you weren't able to take on yourself or maybe oversee, but you're hoping like maybe in the next year or so I can take on that kind of project or, or what is it about this last year that you like the most and you hope to do more of yeah. over the next year? Oh man. You know, where we're going to is that more project manager model and, and really being the connector between the trades, between our trade partners and yep. our clients and making sure projects move smoothly. So I, I, I got this year with boots on the ground, bags on, experience, so yeah. I could talk the talk. I, I got to frame a house. We got to set the trusses. We got to do it all. Um, got to tile a bathroom. Got, you know, just everything. But now it's going to be moving into that, more of my strengths and my background, relationship management. And fundraising, there's a word of being a social chameleon. Sure. And I grew up in rural Missouri, but kind of on the edge of a city. So I, I know the rural folks can connect with them. I know people from the big city. I can somewhat connect with them. And so it's the same thing in building and construction where, you know, our clients may very well be on one of those two spectrums or, or get put on a different hat when we're talking with our different trade partners. And so I just got to really, I, I, I want to, I tried to grow too quickly in my previous career. And right now I got to, I'm, and I'm constantly in the back of my mind talking to myself like, no, just just get some reps. Just yeah. gotta get some reps this year, and that's where I'm focusing on. But we're we got some awesome houses coming down the pipeline, and I'm building a 1,800 square foot house out in Millersburg right now. That's my project. Yeah. Now we take the team approach here. Brad and I talk through things. Jake and I talk through things. We poke fun at each other for stealing each other's subs or whatever. But we're always like it. it it's fun. And again, Brad's thoughtful. I'm let's get moving. And we meet in the middle with Jake, and it's it's a great balance. Wow! And so I just need the reps. That sounds awesome, dude. I'm so glad to have met you. It's refreshing to talk with somebody that's so I, I you know that is new at what they're doing. They're new to the trades, and I mean you're happy again. I said it like three times already, but I can tell. Yeah, like it's genuine. Yep. And a lot of times, I th- it's probably you're you were established and you're you're mature. And you're not 20, you know, I talk, I talk with apprentices that are just a year or two into the, maybe it's a plumbing program or it's HVAC program or something. And they just lack the experience that you have with your training and Mm -hmm. your real life experience in your previous career. So congratulations dude, because like everything you just said about the, the social chameleon, just having that experience in sales and being able to speak with different people, really, no matter who they are. That is the position that you're working into right now. Well, I mean, you're doing it, but as you grow and grow into that position, that you took all the right training, you just were in the wrong (laughs) career. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I've thought back, what if I had, you know, gone straight into the trades and I don't know where I'd be, you know, I I probably wouldn't be here though. I'd probably, I would, maybe I would have heard of the build show, but I just love where I'm at. The stuff we're doing with Arrow is cool to be on, on, you know, with Jake always trying new things and being open to that. And Brad and I bring, hey, we found this and saw this. It's cool. It, let's be honest. You would have been a plumber probably. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, that's where the money's at, really. I don't know. I saw community and, and it seemed to me like the HVAC <laughs> guys are, are where the money's at. But uh, You're not wrong, especially yeah. around here. Oh, yeah, on a day like today. On a day like today. They're earning their paychecks. Yeah, well, they're earning it, but they're going to be cashing yeah. it for months. Yeah. 
All right, guys. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. Uh, Brent, thanks, man. Thank thanks you. for coming on. Yeah, this, this is, it's been so nice to meet you. I wish you could meet my co-host, Andy, yeah. who I'm like pointing to right now that isn't here with us. He looks friendly. He is super. He's way more friendly than I am, <laughs> I promise you. <laughs> but uh, no, I appreciate you coming on. And where where could somebody find you? Are you active on social media or do anything like I, that? I lurk on social media. You lurk. Yeah, I you're did, not out there. I did it. make a handle and I do observe. Okay. But I don't need to. You're not advertising I, that just no, yet. No, I posted stuff early on, and then I just I don't have the bandwidth. I, I'm just learning so much that I I don't take the time. I know Jake has said, "Yo, you should, you should post, and you should get on the forums at at JLC and and find you know." I'm not there yet. Okay, I, I'm well that's fine. In so much. I, that's fine. Don't do I, I don't do uh, Facebook. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah. I don't. Maybe I, I caution people actually these days. I caution no TikTok. Don't yeah. do it. It's not worth it. I'm just uh, just because of Instagram, you know, it build yeah. build show seems to be Instagram, and so I we follow all that. We do, we do market research for Jake to make sure he's got interesting <laughs> topics and everything. I know he's always. You guys are always in on my videos. <laughs> all right, man. I have been. I, I do appreciate you coming on, everybody. Thanks uh, for sticking through this long. We will uh, not be on the road too much longer. I think we're going to try to do one more episode with Jake. But if you do want to follow uh, along with like Jake's Instagram, for example, Jake.Bruton, the owner of Arrow Buildings, your boss, like you can see what the projects you guys are working on, which is exciting to me. All right, man. I'm going to sign it off. Sweet. You good? Thanks. Yeah. All right. This is awesome. All right, dude. See ya.